0: A cover of a zombie song, The Way I Feel Inside in a Way That I Have Never Heard Before. That's from the Watkins Family Hour featuring Lucius. Siblings Sarah and Sean Watkins each have their own distinct musical careers. 20 years ago, they started playing together at the Los Angeles Club Largo as Watkins Family Hour. Their third album, Volume 2, came out in August, and they're playing a show at The Egg on Thursday, October 27th. Sarah, Sean, how are you? Doing Good. good.
1: Yeah, happy to be here.
0: So you probably get this question all the time, but you must have grown up in a very musical household.
1: Yes, and but not like some people might think. Our parents just wanted us to play music, to learn an instrument as like just a part of regular education. Like they'd taken music out of the school system at the time. Our parents were public school teachers and they just felt like it was sort of a, an important part, you know, like just like playing a sport or something else. So we each chose instruments and started playing. And then once we really got into it, They got into it and were incredibly supportive and drove us around to festivals and shows and contests. And they really just dove into it with us.
0: And what kind of music were you listening to in your house growing up? There was a lot of... Music from the California scene,
2: like the Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers, as well as a bunch of classical music and and Celtic. Dad played a little bit of guitar, and I know our grandmas played piano in church, and that in combination with, you know, growing up seeing a bluegrass band play on a weekly basis in Southern California, they would play a pizza parlor, and and we as a family would go for years and years. And there also seeing, like, audience members, just friends of the band, come up and sing one of three songs, you know, each week, and... It just felt like a, a very social thing to do. So it wasn't something we were doing to try and live a different life or be on the stage because we just had to perform. It, it was it was more like just, you know, following the the community's lead. We were lucky enough to have each other to play with, and Nickel Creek started when we were both very young, and that gave us some very specific goals, you know, playing festivals that were a little bit further away from home, um, entering contests, like Sean was mentioning, and and developing relationships with other musicians and other kids, it was a very lovely way to grow up.
0: You mentioned working with Nickel Creek. Sarah, you've been part of I'm With Her and Sean, the Bee Eaters. Tell me how Watkins Family Hour came together. And for folks who aren't familiar with Largo, can you tell me a little bit about that venue and, and that space?
1: Yeah, it came together because we, we were touring for a one week off. No, what was it? Three, weeks, Three on, weeks on, one week off. One week off with Nickel Creek. And so you we just, just
0: had so much time on your hands. You just didn't know <laughs> well, what it, to do.
1: It was It was a way for us to really to learn new songs. It was a reason for us to meet new people and play with new people. It was a, w- a way for us to blow off musical steam in between tours. When we got offered to do a monthly residency at Largo, we just jumped at the chance. And it was also, you know, Largo is a is a venue that has a scene built into it that's pretty amazing. You know, it had been going since the mid-90s, run by a guy named Mark Flanagan, who is Largo. He he chooses, so he plays there. It's his, it's him. I think he, he liked what we were doing musically. He's from Ireland, and we, we have a lot of music that's sort of Irish adjacent, so we, he invited us to, to do Watkins Family Hour, and he named it. He said, call it the Watkins Family Hour, have guests, try out new songs, do covers. I don't care if 15 people show up, it's going to be great, and that was just so freeing to us, and we were so honored because a lot of our heroes were playing there monthly, like John Bryan and, you know, Elliot Smith just kind of leaving this, the scene. Uh, I mean, it was a little bit before he passed away, but he, he'd been playing there, and we felt very honored to be become a part of it.
0: So speaking of that group of musicians from there, your third album, As Watkins Family Hour, came out in August and features collaborations with Madison Cunningham, Jackson Brown, Fiona Apple, lots of other folks. And the songs that you cover on the album are kind of from a wide variety of, of genres and places, Ernest Tubb, Dean Martin, The Zombies. How did you choose these tracks for this album? We
2: wanted the songs to reflect somewhat of the 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 span of of material that has been a part of the family hour yeah for 20 years so you know when we first started as sean was saying it was a way to to blow off steam and and a lot of the songs that we played for the first like six months or year would be songs that that we just knew from growing up traditional bluegrass songs or or like linda ronstadt or just stuff that was being played in our house you know sean has a great collection of set lists from a couple of decades and I remember looking through those lists and, and remembering like, oh, right, we did that song once. And, you know, we did this song once. So a couple of songs, I think, came out of that sort of refresher. And then we wanted to include songs that were written by people that we'd met through the family hour at Largo, like finish the album with a song by Glenn Phillips, who's I mentioned before, and a great songwriter who we love. Tom Brousseau was another songwriter we met from Largo, and we recorded one of his songs, as well as one that we just worked up uh, last fall uh, by the Tune Yards hypnotized. So we, we tried to just consider the, the whole span of, of the two decades and, and get songs from various eras in that 20-year uh, that arc that's still going. And Willie Watson, who we're on tour with, is, is also on the album. He is somebody who has been a part of the family art for at least like 15 years now. We knew him when he was touring with Old Crow Medicine Show, founding member of, of Old Crow. He moved out to Los Angeles, started playing with him down at Largo, and we just love him so much. He's an incredible historian in terms of where the music comes from and where the songs come from and, and the, the writers and he's just he's just so great. We're very excited. I've never toured with him before, and i'm I'm really looking forward to that. He sings Standing on the Mountain with us, an old Jim and Jesse
0: song. Well, you read my mind because I'm going to play She Left Me Standing on the Mountain from your new album featuring Willie Watson. And he's going to be opening for your show at The Egg in Albany on October 27th. I'm speaking with Sean and Sarah Watkins of the Watkins Family Hour on WEXT. 97.7 and one zero six one WEXT Radio. I'm Casey Morris speaking to Sarah and Sean of the Watkins Family Hour. They're coming to a show at the Egg in Albany on Thursday, October 27th. Now, as someone who's worked with my siblings over the years, I have to ask, does the sibling dynamic ever go away? Do you always feel that kind of brother sister relationship or hierarchy or have you been playing together for so long that you've worked out those familial kinks at this point the
1: the pluses vastly outweigh it's great i think it's there what are are the
2: negatives sean let's
1: go into that no i mean like the possible yeah there's there aren't any negatives It's, (laughs) it's all i'm serious no it's it's great if it were the only thing that we that we did, yeah, I could see there being, you know, being tension. But because there's not, we're able to really lean into it and, and enjoy being with family. You know, it's it's really great that we can work together because it means we can hang out together. And I mean, it's not uncommon for there to be siblings in bands. There's plenty of siblings in bands, and especially within the folk tradition and bluegrass tradition. But it is a little bit more rare to have uh, siblings who are in more than one band together. <laughs> And that it's like really Nickel cool. Like
2: Nickel Creek and the Family Hour.
1: Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Nickel Creek and Family Hour. And then we also, you know, work with each other sometimes on our solo things. It has taught me how to like step in and out of roles, different different roles. We play in the band. We're, we're a certain dynamic with Chris, you know, our third part of Nickel Creek. And with Sarah and I, we're sort of like co-captains of the the, the ship. And then yeah. sometimes when I'll play on Sarah's solo album or or something like that, then I step into more of a, supportive role. So we're, we're able to sort of like put on these different hats. And I think that that's a good, that's a good healthy skill,
0: life skill to have. Yeah. How did the pandemic affect your music making? Well,
2: I personally didn't do a lot of writing during the pandemic, but Sean and I, in lieu of doing a monthly residency at Largo, we, we were doing twice a month live streams. That was really good for us. I mean, honestly, that was, there were a few months there where it was pretty dark, and uh the only reason that I played fiddle was because I knew that there was there was a a live stream coming up. I was just like, oh, we've got a live stream tomorrow. I should probably play fiddle so that I can play fiddle. And it was really good for me. It was this like slowed down ritual that was really helpful for me on a personal level. And then also these live streams we were doing outside in Sean's yard and and we would invite our friends, our local friends to come by and it was truly helpful because it was something that uh, that most people felt okay with doing, you know, being outside, spaced out, singing into a microphone from 10 feet away. And we got to see our friends and sing with our friends. And it it was really helpful to us and to the guests that, that came by. So um, in a lot of ways, I think the music making in, in the pandemic was was just remembering why we choose this and what what value it actually has to me on an individual level. And how it's very important to continue to make an effort to make space for that because it's it's really important to me.
1: People talk about hard times, you know. There's the hard times element, but they also end up talking about the little gleams of light that, that you find and how how you're made to appreciate.
2: And you know that was about the time that we started realizing it was going to be tw- it was 20 years of the family hour. Sean and I had just discussed at the time that it it was an interesting time to remember what the family hour brought to us in its first couple of years it introduced us to our friends and it gave us connection with people other musicians and it gave us an opportunity to celebrate the songs that we all share in common um, the songs we all know or or are familiar with and um, that's specifically what it did during the pandemic it kind of got back to its um original medicine for us and it was a neat thing to, to realize.
0: We're going to head out on the track. Uh, we've been playing on W-E-X-T, Hypnotized. What can you tell me about that song?
2: Hypnotized is a cover of a recent release by Toon Yards, a band that we love. We were, on, we were on tour in New York and we heard it on the radio and, and just kind of kept listening to it. Like every couple of days, we'd be like, let's put that Tune Yards song on. We ended up doing it as a more kind of like stripped down version. It was really cool. I think it helped us break open our idea of how we could play it and how it might make sense to us to do it without without trying to completely replicate the original Tune Yards version.
1: You know, in the past we've learned songs because they felt appropriate for us. Like this is a song that we would, would sound good with us doing it. And this one kind of was the opposite where it sounded, it was so foreign sounding and, and wild in ways that we just usually aren't musically, that it, it seemed like exciting, an exciting challenge to kind of like find our way into it.
2: When I sing it, it's a bit of a, a call to action to to be present and to not be numbed and overtaken by all the distraction in the world, but to look at the people right in front of us and to be here where, are, where we are. I, I really enjoy singing this every night. It's sort of a, a good, mantra for me on stage as well
0: all right i love that we're going out on hypnotize sarah sean it's been great talking to you don't miss the watkins family hour at the egg on thursday october 27th willie watson will be opening the show and also
2: collaborating with us it'll be a shared fun night on stage
1: he's not opening the show he's he's going to be integrated fully integrated into the show
0: the watkins watson family hour <laughs>
1: we're not avoiding confusion there we're sorry
0: (laughs) all right thanks guys all right thank you